0: It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Go for it! Call the fan at 877-337-6666.
1: Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com.
2: and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it
0: doesn't suck. All
1: right, it's a Friday football, Friday on the fan. What's up, the Eddie Scazzeri? Nice to see you, and the Jersey Shore guy himself, by way of Colonia, by way of Basking Ridge, by way of Matawan, until he finally figured things out and went down to Bradley Beach. His name is Al Dawson Dukes. What's up?
2: Good morning, Jerry. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Oh, it was quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah, I was perusing Twitter this morning, and I'm going to start with a non-sports situation here for you, uh, Jerry. No. But I, it's a, it is music-related, which I do love. Okay. So there's a fella on Twitter. His name is Eric Alper, A-L-P-E-R. What's up, Eric Alper? He's a, a freelance music uh, public relations writer. He's he's knee-deep in music. He's okay. very involved in music, which yeah. I love. He's, he always, he's, he's in my wheelhouse. Yes. Anyway, I wanted to see if you could guess this. He wrote, a musician living in the United States needs three million plays on Spotify to get how much money? He has the figure. Three million plays. So you put out a song, Jerry. It is a hit.
1: So it's interesting. Three million people listen to it on Spotify. What are you getting for I was adding songs yesterday, as a matter of fact. All right. And I came across one that I added, and I couldn't believe that I actually remembered, not the whole song. There's no way I could do the lyrics of the whole song. But, like, the first verse, I had a lot of them down. The Trooper by uh, uh, Iron Maiden. (laughs) Yes. Oh, we'll come back from break with that, That was was pretty good. So, And I I don't remember the amount of uh, plays, but I was impressed by it. And then I was coming across some other ones, and I saw some of them have, like, a billion plays, so three million plays on Spotify, I'm going to say, gets them. What kind of check are you getting for that? $300. Oh. Three hundred dollars. No. Three thousand dollars? Twelve thousand dollars. Oh, oh okay. you really underestimate Well, because I thought when you Three million. Because three million plays to me sounds like they'd make a lot of money, so right. I figured we were going the so you an opposite. extreme oh, okay. opposite direction. So that's not bad. That's pretty good. Twelve thousand dollars is not bad.
2: You have a hit song that has, makes there's three million plays on Spotify, you're walking that's the and the reason why he put that out is that's the poverty line in but, the but U.S. I, oh, okay. So if you have a if you put out a and let's say every year, Jerry, you put out a song that gets three million plays. Yes, you're living in poverty. Good night, everybody. If that's all Good you night, do, everybody, that is, that is all but I aren't, do, Jerry. And this, do one hit a year. This
1: was my point. Aren't there songs on Spotify that get billions of plays? There are. But you
2: also got to think of the many, many, many artists that don't get
1: a million plays well, on a song, and it's maybe still, they're not cut out for this business. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's like that's one song. Right. So, all right. So now I go, I Now you're going to do the math.
2: Well, nah. No, 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 no. I'm going to pull out my Spotify because nah, I'm right. just
1: curious. Just pick me. Give me like one. Pop, give me like a popular band. That's all.
2: But this is the problem. If you want a popular band or you want um, somebody who's uh, the teenagers are singing their stupid songs. Mm. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Well, you can make the K. Well, see, but the popular bands probably made their money already. By the way, the Trooper has 325 million plays by Iron Maiden.
1: Okay. That guy's making some cash. That's pretty well. Are they? Give me cash. And that's cash. an old song. And that's they've true. made their money already on that. All right. Well, screw these guys. Then. No, no. I didn't say that. $325 oh. million, you said? Yeah. Divided by $3 million, right? That's the way we would do this. Equals 108 times $12,000. Yeah. <laughs> they have made. That's not right. Is they that made right? Qu- $20 billion on the trooper. That means they made $1.3 million. On that song, let's hear it right now, Jerry. Eddie, okay. pop me up there. Let's, let's actually, do the trooper. You know what? You're not wrong, That's not terrible. I'm not great. Three
2: million this was a band, also growing up, I didn't know how people knew them. Like when I was in school, yeah. people would have those Iron Meat t shirts, and they weren't on MTV, they weren't on the radio. WSOSU Yeah, Hall station, they had no uh internet. How the hell are
1: you in these songs? What a great intro. I actually popped this up, so I put this on yesterday. So I didn't get home from uh, Rutgers till midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so I got in the car at 3 o'clock. Yeah, sorry. I put this on. I'm like, let's fire me up. That was pretty good. Uh, did Rutgers win or lose? No. They lost. They did lose. Very disappointing.
2: You said there was a. I saw your twitters, uh, Jerry. You said there was a huge line to get in the building. The longest you've seen. I've never at seen the rack. It like this. Yes, or the, the Mike Center.
1: This uh, or the Jersey Mike's Arena, <laughs> the Mike Center.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, yeah, this was out the door, down the street, around the diner, and down the street. It was unbelievable. Someone actually took an overhead shot. I guess from atop one of the buildings. It was insane. And they were the place was packed a half hour before tip off. How about that? But you lost, unfortunately. They did lose. A blowout or the it was a... I mean the score was thirteen, but I mean the game was played between Rutgers was up by ten at one point, Michigan was up by eight, Rutgers cut it to one, and then at the end, you know, when they're fouling nonstop to mm-hmm. try and it kind of stretched. But it was really it was very it was a close game. But the the offense was not there last All night. All right. Unfortunate. But you, you couldn't come home. to the game.
2: Uh, it was a late start. Tipped off at eight forty. <laughs> very late start for me, Jerry. At eight forty, I was uh, listening aye to a screaming aye. dog uh, you know, you know, who's got a sprained neck. So I oh, you weren't asleep, huh?
1: She keeps wake. She kept waking me every time she moved. She go ah. No, actually, what she's doing? She's going MRI. MRI. <laughs> get that 6K out. $6,000 MRI for a dog. All well, I have to do,
2: Jerry, is get a song on Spotify for 1.5 million uh, d- downloads. Why and don't, I don't will... you
1: put Beat Tom Brady up and see if you can get the 3 million downloads? You get 12 grand. You could do two MRIs. One get... for you, one for your dog. you
2: <laughs> get MRI for my dog. <laughs> uh, then I thought of this, Jerry. This was something that you know, we always try to come up with, uh, digital ideas for the digital team. Of course. And I had this idea a while back, and I just confirmed it. Using Pete Hoffman as an example. Oh, right. Who was on uh, before us. Yeah. And this is not to pick on
1: Pete because... I don't think I really ever hear Pete. This is like the first time I've heard him really do a show. Is that right? For longer than like two minutes, yeah. By the way, awkward because I went in there. He goes, thanks for not putting me on your four favorite part-timers When have you heard him do a show, though? Never. That was the problem with that. I thought a lot about that list before you get back to your point. I thought a lot about that list in terms of who I picked, who I didn't pick. Half the people I've never heard do a show. Right. Like, I've never heard Connor Green do a show. Me neither. I've never heard, until the other day, I've never heard Tom Lugauer solo. Or really, McMonagle, i heard them together. McGonagall. Yeah, so it was like, I don't know, I feel like I eliminated people because I him. had no reference. That's fair. He's kind of one of them. He is one of them.
2: Yeah. So I'm not picking on Pete because it just confirmed what I came to find out about almost all of the hosts that I'm aware of. Okay. And my idea was that I wanted uh, the digital team... To do a behind-the-scenes video, what do hosts have in front of them? Sure, to get through and do a four-hour show. Okay, and unfortunately, no one has anything in front of them. In a lot of cases, no. Bizarre. Well, I mean, you do
1: have the computer in front,
2: right, of right? But that doesn't count. That's a nice reference. No, no, that's a nice reference.
1: But to have no topics in front of you, oh, is no, 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 that's different. No, like I'm, I read out a show sheet. Like I, right. I you seemed how I kind of try and lay out the yes. show. It goes off the rails in terms of yeah. sometimes whoever I'm with will hit the topic a lot sooner than I want to. Or, like the other day when I had the Yankees written down for 7 a.m. and Boomer made it clear, not interested in talking we about the Yankees doing today. All right, we got to adjust. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's interesting. Okay, I see it, what you're saying. So it's weird. So I, I don't know that this video idea is going to work because. Well, but you could do, though, is you could do a behind the scenes how they get ready for a show and then follow them in. As I think the people show would begins. be shocked. Absolutely shocked. At what doesn't go on, and I think that would so you know it's be impossible about, to put on a video. What's really interesting about that is I remember when we had CMB here, and I felt like people around the station, almost everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking on one person, like almost everybody made fun of the fact that they had a pre-show meeting with a whiteboard and yes. topics, trying to figure out what made the most sense to do a three or four hour show. Oh, we mocked them, Jerry. Which yeah. I actually thought is how most shows would do it right i appreciate that and that's really it, not the case actually but to your point i always thought that, that was well thought out well listen certain things work certain things didn't work but i always thought that's how you kind of should do it yeah
2: like i come in here and uh like drop the live copy off i don't see anything in front of geo boomer sometimes has like those nfl stack packs oh that sure CBS yeah, yeah. sends. Yep. i worked with craig all those years he would write down like three words. Jot it down. Legitimately yeah, three yeah. words. That was his prep sheet. Pete Hoffman doesn't have anything in front. I went in there. I said to him, I said, uh, I go, well, I was thinking of this idea for digital. But what do you have in front? He goes, the internet. Oh, the internet. <laughs> oh, you
1: don't have nothing. Well, I guess if you've done it long enough, I would think you've got ideas in your head. And you're kind of just working off of kind of the flow of the show. Well, I said to Pete, I said, uh, but Pete said to me,
2: he goes, I, I talk about this. All day long in my personal life. He goes, I all I talk about is sports. Yeah, sure. I said, All right, so I said you're at home, you're playing with your kids and you think of a great idea. Mm-hmm. I, I always go, put it in my phone. I see right. I said, Do you send yourself a note? No. no. Hm. What? Okay. I don't know how these guys I should have done it when CeeLo was in the other day. I should have went to see what he had in front of him. I'm gonna do it with Sal when he comes back. I do think But it feels accusatory when I go in there and ask.
1: For sure. You could do it with Sal though, he wouldn't care. I he's one of those who'll laugh at it. I do think you probably minimize a little bit how much these guys do watch and no, like how. I, I, yes. So like to them, like you always say, I don't know how you get through a four hour show or I don't yes. know how you by yourself talk for an hour and a half or two Correct. hours. If you've seen everything and you've got it up here, you've kind of got it. I guess I don't have an organized brain. I need Neither to do write I. stuff down. I'm very scattered, and I, I'm the same way. I need yeah. to organize. Even when I'm doing like stuff around the house, I need to make a list so I don't forget four out of the six things on the list. Yes. When I'm walking around saying, hmm, what should I be doing today? But it's and important.
2: It's important, I think, too. Yeah, for me, too. And I was also reading one of these books, Jerry, when I was on the airplane. I was reading one of these, you know, like, these, like, get organized type books. And the person who wrote this book... I forget who wrote it, said that it, when you when you write things down and put them down into a place that you refer back to, it clears your mind sure does. That, it's not, that those things are now not. Like if you think, hey, I need to make an appointment to see the foot doctor. If you put that down in somewhere that mm-hmm. you're going to reference, that should be out of your mind the rest of
1: the day instead of you constantly thinking, oh, I never called the foot doctor. So I've gotten into a pretty good routine of anything I have to do goes right into my calendar or as set as an alarm nice and in most cases it's both so as a pretty good example this is a little extreme because i'm not the one that's going to be making the phone call my cousin's from california um she texted me and said hey friend of ours son's graduating from alabama wants to get into the business he's done communications would you talk to him i said my pleasure give him my number we texted back and forth and if I ran over and showed you right now, you would see today at twelve thirty, I have a Dom from California call scheduled. Good job by you, so Gary. I don't forget. So I'm with you. I I have the brain uh, pea sized brain. I actually think that
2: the book days. was a uh, Getting Things Done, which was the book that Howard Stern really got into. Okay, and then he brought in uh, this uh, woman Marcy to run the the whole thing, and it freaked everybody out. But <laughs> super organized. Yeah. Get your stuff done. Get it out of your brain. Get it down on paper.
1: You know where I started doing this was my wife was crazy with the post-it notes. And he's like, why are there post-it notes all, all over the place? She goes, so I don't forget things. And she never forgot anything. And she put them on the counter, on the refrigerator. and You know, it made sense. Classic. That's a yeah. classic, Jerry, the and, post-it note. And while I've used the phone, she still post-it notes everywhere. That's like people still use the
2: envelope method with their money. Like, they get their yes. paycheck. Yes. My mother used to do this. Separate the money for where it has to go to. Yeah, gets mm-hmm. the cash. Then there was a, a gasoline envelope. Yeah. Makes you not
1: overspend. Yeah, there was a food yeah. uh, shopping envelope. We tried that once. I tried that when I lived in my other house. When I think it was, it was before Joseph was born. So maybe it was, boy, 2008-ish. It was right when I started on this show, I remember. And I said, all right. Got a little bit of a raise. We're going to be smart with our money. Here. Envelope system, Jerry. It worked for, I want to say, three or four weeks. And then I realized that I think I had set aside $160 cash a week to go food shopping. I remember my wife came home from Stop and Shop when I'm like, damn, you get all this for 160 bucks?" And she was like, yeah, you wish. I'm like, but that's what you had. She goes, yo, I debited the rest. <laughs> like, no, yeah. that's not how it works. <laughs> right. uh, the envelope system is off the table now. We never used it since. That was it. I'm like, all right, the hell with it then. I do it for
2: Sports Talk now, Jerry. I have a, a New York Giants envelope that oh, I put. Oh, you
1: do? Yep, but I write down ideas and I
2: slide them in the envelope. I thought it was for the money you were going to spend on tickets. No, no, no. These empty are envelopes. Idea envelope system. <laughs> and then when the show, if I was doing a four-hour show and things were slowing down, I'd be like, let me see what's in the Mets' envelope. Let's go to the idea envelope. Yeah. Let me check the Mets' idea envelope. Then I would open it. <laughs> Separating them. Well, there's nothing in here. Of course, here, if either. you were doing
1: a show this week, the, even the Mets' envelope would have Aaron Rodgers' name in it. <laughs> <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers
2: comes to the Jets, would he vo- would he root for the Mets or the Yankees? He can't pick both. What would he do? We'll what do about it. Derek Carr?
1: We'll do a Twitter poll for
2: you. <laughs> see you, what you think. Right. Would you want Aaron Rodgers here if he still is going to be rooting for the Brewers? <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near this town. See,
1: you could do a show. You've got great That's ideas. True, Jerry. you got great. you got your post-it notes. you got your envelopes. And you got people that would be calling you nonstop. Right. 877 6666 You know what ticked me off, Jerry? A lot. Yeah.
2: The Rex Ryan is out of the running for the Bronco job, I the want defensive him take, job. I didn't want him to take the as, job. As uh, head coach Vance Joseph is going yeah. back there. I as want defense. Rex Ryan as a head coach or keep him on TV. But don't you think... Rex would have to take a defensive coach first,
1: then go to head coach. Or a college job if he was interested. That's a good point. I don't know that that fits him because coaching college is really a difficult job, especially with the recruiting aspect of it, the NIL stuff. It's almost like coaching the team is the third most important thing. So it probably doesn't work for him. And you're probably right. He probably does have to get a coordinator's job. I don't want to see it. I want to hear from him. And he's on TV almost every day. I like hearing from him.
2: I also appreciate uh, Vance Joseph. He's go- He was a head coach in Denver. Yeah. He's going back as a defensive coordinator. A lot of people. Would not do that. Their pride would get in the way. Yeah, unless he's broken, he needs a job. I just look at it this way. I was here doing all this stuff. Now I just have to do defense. This is going to be easy. Mm, yeah, I'll be walking in super, super casual, Jerry. Not making the money either. He's oh, not. he's doing all right.
1: No, 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 no. no. Doing all right? As a head
2: coach, though. What do you think the difference is for a Vance Joseph? Oh, my not God. Not like a Sean Payton. I'm saying the Vance Joseph.
1: Well, but, huh. So if you're telling me Vance Joseph was up for that head coaching job, what they would have given him. So let's take yeah, what yeah. Sean Payton's getting off the table. Right, because that's a special circumstance. I would say Vance Joseph. I don't know. It's so hard because certain guys make so much. I would say Vance Joseph maybe would have gotten – a four-year deal for $12 million. All right. And then for defensive, if it was a four-year deal? Four years, $3 million.
2: What was the first deal you gave me? Four years, 12? 12. Oh. All right. I, I'm I just throwing numbers out there. I don't that know. That makes sense. Still, very nice Still making
1: very good money, but not head coach money.
2: You think defensive coordinators have anything in front of them when they're preparing their defenses?
1: Yeah, they have that chart and a sheet. Of course they do. A sheet, Jerry. Of course they do. With post-it notes on there. And post-it notes. That's exactly right. You know what I did think before we take a break? You know Mike Tannenbaum is on TV every day. (laughs) I only (laughs) I went to get a
2: coffee in the back the other day. Yeah. And there's a TV on back there. It's... On various
1: channels, depending on who else was and back there. there he then. is.
2: I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's on TV still every and day.
1: And the boar, who I liked, but I know he was a boar, Eric Mangini's on TV often. Yeah, he's boring. Isn't that something? Yeah. Goes to show, if you're in New York with the Jets or the Giants, you got yeah. a future in TV. Exactly. Or radio. for them. Right, because if you don't move and you're here already... You're here.
2: The t- all the TV studios are here. It's easy to hire you.
1: All right, 518, running a little late. We take our first break of the hour. Boomer and Geo on a football Friday at 6 o'clock on The Fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: Say, right on, cue, We're talking about places to live. California's got fifty-five thousand people without power, and in Oregon, seven hundred thousand people without power. That's terrible, and Michigan too, having problems. Not good. Five twenty-five. Hmm. Alan Jerry till six on this football Friday. As we we're going to do cool games now no, for the Jerry. No, no cool games. You want to go over the XFL slate? I do not. It was a game last night. Thursday yeah, Night a, Football it was on NBC. Lost. Was Al Michaels doing that? Game? Thursday Night XFL <laughs> football,
2: please. Yeah, I know. I, know. Uh, I got a nice uh, direct message from a fellow named Matt.
1: He asked you, said ask you out.
2: He did not ask no, me on the day. Okay.
1: <laughs> slid into your DMs.
2: Uh, he said, uh, Listening to your podcast from yesterday's warm up show, which yeah. we did yesterday, he said, My seventh grade social studies teacher was a big Billy Joel fan and based the whole project on We Didn't Start the Fire. We had to research the events from the lyrics. Yeah. Like, What's an Ayatollah, and why is he in Iran? Good question. Absolutely. Ayatollah's in Iran. Uh, Yeah. Russian's in Afghanistan.
1: I think, like I said yesterday, I think that that's a great starting point. You know, you're not going to learn all of your history from that song, but I'll tell you what, you're going to have a pretty good basis if you do. Children of thalidomide. What's that mean? I don't know what that means.
2: I, it was like thalidomide, uh, some, some chemical in the water okay. in some part of the world at some point. Eddie's shaking me
1: off. <laughs> Is that not right? No, it was a uh, early six, late 50s, early 60s, uh, like a wonder drug to treat morning sickness. Where
2: the hell did you come up with that then? Because it had adverse effects though, correct? Yes, like webbed fingers. It uh, led to, to fingers? Birth. Yeah, led to birth. We Good swimmer. They were giving birth to duck babies, oh, Jerry. Led to, led to birth defects. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Okay.
1: Children of the little my... I actually <laughs> didn't even know that lyric. I probably thought it was something else. Yeah. I, the hypodermics on the shore, that one was... Yeah. Well, that yeah, was, that was unfortunate. Bernie gets. Yes. Bernie Age crack, right.
2: crack, Bernie gets. Age crack, Bernie Getz. He still does that in concert, and for some reason... Why wouldn't he? Good point, but for some reason... He straps an electric guitar on him. and doesn't use it, right? I don't know. It can't be plugged in.
1: I mean, another well, know guy knows mean,
2: how to play the guitar.
1: It could be. Doesn't mean it is. I mean, and he's never done an extra verse. Like he's never added to it, right? Even in right. concert. No, he
2: doesn't. Right. He that song said, is what it is, and he is done writing, Jerry. He is out of ideas. Oh, is that true?
1: So he's just living at the garden and doing his thing.
2: He has not written a song in many years. He said he's done. There's nothing else that's coming to him. He's had enough.
1: Nothing else has come to him. Yeah. Well, I will say about. there is a sense of the aging superstar that cannot come up with a hit any longer. Yeah. And I'm not making fun of him. Like, Paul McCartney still puts songs out. No one cares. Yeah. Just play Get Back. Get <laughs> Back. <laughs> <Like> really. <laughs> right yeah, I agree. Wrong. When was the last yeah. time he had a hit from an original song? Like He just came out with an album, I think, six months ago. Maybe a year ago. Maybe a year ago. He did have, strangely enough,
2: he did a song with Rihanna and somebody else that was a huge hit. Okay. It was the three of
1: them. But that's not a Paul McCartney that, song. Correct. I'm talking about correct. him. You know, he's going to throw it into his concert. Unless Rihanna's going to show up on stage with him when he's in El Paso doing a, a, a concert.
2: I, I think, you know, Bruce Springsteen just uh, just put out a record mm-hmm. and he's playing it pretty, extensive, <clears throat> excuse me, Jerry, pretty extensively on the tour. And I think people are good with that. Okay. You know, but I, I can't think of many But Bruce has other had like
1: songs that. that have actually taken a little bit. I'm saying there have been others that they, they keep, like Bob Dylan still pumps out music. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why, Just Bob? Just play the 30 songs that we all know. You can, you can go on tour. It's all they want to hear. And instead stop singing them differently the way he does.
2: Yeah, especially I used to be fine with uh, an artist coming out and doing all their new songs. If the tickets weren't Expensive. If for sure. Regular, back when you would see, go to a concert for $20, bucks, alright right. I'd like to see this new stuff, and then you play some of your hits, but you're going to charge $500 and upwards, they all better be the
1: hits. I, well, yes, I don't have much of a problem if you give me hit, new song, hit, news. where well, you keep me engaged yeah. and you know that a good song's right around the corner. Yes. I'm fine with that, too. Um, I'm with you. You can't play five in a row that we've never heard. No. Not interested. No, you can't. You know who else is on tour right now at the ripe old age of 90. Who? Willie Nelson is currently on tour, if I saw that right in the New York Post today. I
2: went to a Willie Nelson show at Stone Pony Summer Stage three years ago. Ugh, must have been a ripper. I didn't know what was going on there. <laughs> Why? By the way, it was so packed. Well, Willie know, Nelson? I didn't know any songs. But then I started thinking, like, what Willie Nelson songs do I really know? A handful.
1: Isn't it Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys? Best That's him. Of his, yes? yeah. uh, Willie Nelson, Just he's 90 years old. I'm going to Ticketmaster for the Willie Nelson tour. Do you believe Jerry? People were smoking weed at this show. No, <laughs> I think he was on stage smoking weed. Um, yeah, so he's got a show in St. Augustine, Florida, t- tonight. As a matter of fact, you want to go? Hop no a flight. Go see Willie interested. Nelson. So he's doing shows, not back to back nights. He gets a day off. Good. He has a show tonight and Sunday. But listen to this. He's ninety. He's got scheduled on Ticketmaster right now, and I probably don't have. him Yeah, here we go. Here's more. He's got shows all the way up, ending at the Hollywood Bowl, April thirtieth. You can't kill rock and roll, Jerry. Wow. You just can't kill it. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. I have a hot sports take
2: here for you. That I here's an I, here's a perfect example, Jerry. I thought of something sports wise, and I jotted it down. What's annoying you now? And I sent it to myself. Okay. And I want to ask you this. This does involve, unfortunately, it it, it came about hearing about again for the billionth time, Aaron Rodgers and things. Yeah. My question to you, and Daniel Jones, and my question to you is this. Does a player, and this is for leagues that have a salary cap, so let's go NFL. Okay. Let's go quarterbacks since they're the ones who take up all the money. Does a player have a responsibility to his team to not take all the money, or is that solely on the GM
1: and the owner? So this is the question that I have asked Boomer over and over and over again. He is on the side of you have a responsibility to the fellow players at your position and the guys coming up behind you at your position to make as much money as you can to continue to grow the pie, as he says. I think you've got a responsibility to your team. Me too. But, get, but then again, this is another good debate. And I've had this with Evan Roberts before. Are pro sports about winning championships? Is it entertainment? Is it a business? where everyone just wants to get rich. Like, what is it? Like, tell me what the Tom Brady. See, it's funny how we talk about Tom Brady never took the most money. That's true. But Tom Brady also made more money off the field than on the field. Mm-hmm. So money was never really a concern. Now, I don't think money's a concern for any of these guys because no. they they're going to make more money than they'll ever be able to spend. I would think when I've got a quarterback that does not maximize what he could potentially get so that others can be signed around him, that's the guy I want. That's yeah, the guy I
2: want. That's how I feel, too. I feel like it is the responsibility. I think so. Of the, because the, the GM and the owner know they need to lock up the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So they are going to pay more than they sure. should. And then you hurt your team. I agree. At, if you're the
1: quarterback, your team now is hurting because you're selfish. There's no question. I, mean, I can make every case that the Packers have not won because Aaron Rodgers makes too much money. Now, the one outlier, and that is Patrick Mahomes did win, even though he took a fortune, and they weren't, whether they couldn't or didn't want to, Tyreek Hill's not there anymore. You know, that certainly broke them up, even though Travis Kelsey still is. You can make the case he's different. You know, Joe Burrow's going to make $50 million a year. What do the Bengals look like now when that happens? Can they all of a sudden keep Jamar Chase? I don't know. I have no idea. Right. You've got to be a... If you're going to be the guy taking all of the cash... Yeah, you're the guy. Then you've got to be an enormous difference maker. I'll give you a good example. Dak Prescott. Now, I'm not... Dak's making $40 million a year. I think Dak's really good. I don't think he's a top five quarterback, but he's making money like he is. But I feel like they still got a bunch of good receivers. They do, and they've got a good team, but they have issues. They still have holes to fill that they can't. And I think... Part of like Amari Cooper, as much as I didn't really care for him, he was still a productive, very good player. They basically got rid of him because they couldn't afford to pay him, and they traded him for nothing. Well, that's because they had to pay the quarterback. And I, I, I know they have. Well, I was going to say Des Bryant. Jesus, I know they have Ceedee Lamb, and they've got good players. But boy, we need Ceedee Lamb and Amari Cooper. You know what do you do now with Dalton Schultz? Can you pay him?
2: He's going to demand big money?
1: No, I'm not saying. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying when you've got so many different guys making a lot of money, he's up for a contract now. You're going to use a tag on him, or can you pay him what he probably deserves, but you can't because Dak's getting so much money that he might end up having to go somewhere else. Yeah. It's a problem. I like that idea that I've heard uh, in all this quarterback talk is
2: put the quarterback on a separate. That was my idea. But in some ways, I think, no. Don't. If you want to pay all your quarterback all that money, and they're going to be selfish about it, then suck for a little while
1: the rest of your well, team. Well, that's what's happening in a lot of cases. Yeah. That is definitely what's that's what happening. That's why you
2: really have to strike when your quarterback is
1: like uh, In the first Hurts. four years. And that sucks. Yeah. Because you will retain them most of the time if they're that good, but now you're going to hurt because of it. That's why the Eagles... You know, Jalen Hurts has been outstanding. And part of the reason why he was outstanding is that team is really good. Now... When guys start to head off in a different direction, because when Hurts gets his new contract, when that, whenever that is, assuming he gets it, can't keep everybody. Just can't. Right, it was like the
2: the quotes from A.J. Brown this week. Oh, yeah. If you're not keeping Jalen Hurts, send me with him. And Boomer
1: said, uh, okay, we'll keep Jalen Hurts. You're going to take a pay cut. Yes, if you want him yeah. to get his money. Yep. You're going to get in your, I think he gets 25, I think A.J. Brown got 25 a year or 20, I forget. I think he got 25 a year. I don't Sweet. have the numbers. and I don't have it in front of me out. Terrible. (laughs) Didn't know we were talking about quarterbacks (laughs) and A.J. Brown's contract. Yeah. 5.36, quick break. When we come back, we got a lot more to do and only 20 minutes to do it in. And then we got Boomer and Gio, who will have four full hours to get to all of it on the fan. Who is this, Jerry? Do you know? I do know the song. I got to hear more. I don't know it right off the first few bars. Don't know, Richard Marks. Oh no, Richard. And then if I hear him, I yeah. might. Come Richard, on, Jerry. Let's see. To the big no, you know I wouldn't have actually. Richard, what do you this from? 1989? Oh. Coming oh. at you, Jerry. Let me see. You want to know where that's from? I'll tell yeah. you. I will tell
2: you where it's from, Jerry soon as I find it come on man I gotta go roll 1997 oh that's the greatest hits 1997 my goodness
1: 1987 let me see hold on well in fairness yeah, 1987 I mean who am I to say I did tell you that I put Iron Maidens the Trooper on my Spotify yesterday I'll tell you another one I put on that I hadn't heard in a really and I'll tell you the last time I remember actually listening to this song yeah Long Beach Long Beach Island 1993 I believe all right stuff mm-hmm. uh springtime it was before summer I was down there with a friend of mine and I'll never forget we were drinking I was tw- I wasn't 21 yet I think I was 20 19 or 20 and we were drinking cranberry and vodkas nice on the beach there was no one around and we were just listening to music on his, his tape cassette tape player yeah and it was the ballad of Curtis Lowe by Leonard Skinnard. I had not heard I heard it yesterday it just popped up I think that's the last time I heard that song. And literally, it took me right back to that day. And it, it was its just crazy how music can put you in a spot immediately. And you remember your surroundings, what you were doing, why you were there. And yet, I can't remember yesterday. It's really fascinating. Let me see if I know this song. Eddie, pop me you, up there. If you, you, don't might, you might have to get to the chorus, but you'll know it.
2: When I first typed in ballad... Ballad yeah. of a Thin Man comes up. Oh, okay. Of Bob Dylan. I don't know of of that one either. You really skipped it there. I don't know this one. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You
1: moved it to a weird part. Know. Let me try again. <laughs> <laughs> All you did was repeat it. <laughs> oh, oh, my. I think you would know this, actually, if you just kind of let it play out. But that's back then. Oh, I haven't heard it. It's got to be 30, for real, 30 years since I heard it.
2: You were sitting on a beach. With another gentleman enjoying, uh, yeah, cranberry vodka, cranberry vodkas, and listening to it on a tape deck. Yeah,
1: yes, tape we were. recorder. That is very true. And we were waiting for. Yes, I'll leave it there, Jerry. Let's do a little media news, little sports media, media news. Media news. I love oh, sports I didn't media oh,
2: news. Oh, I know where you're going. This oh, is, oh, this
1: is really good news. Well, I don't know. I've, I've got one, two. I've got four different Me, items. Jerry. Oh, I thought you were going Sweeney. I'm going to start. I was starting off with Sweeney. That's really good news.
2: Sweeney Murdy has a new job, Jerry. He's joining MLB's social media editorial team. So what does that mean? And we'll work with them to develop new podcasts. That's what we need, Jerry. More podcasts.
1: (laughs) I was just saying the other day.
2: Why don't we do something wherein we can get more podcasts?
1: You know what? Well, at least these will be specific to Major League Baseball. They will be, and it means Sweeney got a new job very yeah. quickly. So congratulations, and I hope it goes great. And other projects. So he'll be okay. doing other things, social media-wise. That's wonderful. Uh, you know, I'm happy for hey, him. good for
2: you, Sweeney Murty. And the
1: fact that, you know, MLB stepped up and hired him, that's yeah. great. Good job. Because I think, he was at, I think he had done some stuff over there on the network yeah. anyway. So he had the connections, plus... I mean, if you think about how long he's been covering the Yankees. Long time. It was 20, so, 99, 2000, so it was probably 22 years he did, 21 years. Yeah. I'd say
2: the guy's got contacts in baseball. He sure does, Jerry. People like him. Yeah. I haven't
1: heard anybody go, uh, that's Sweeney Murdy. Don't care for he's him. He's too nice of a guy. So nice. I'm surprised, and I don't, maybe he did do one or two last year. I don't know this. I'm surprised Apple TV never gave him a, gave him a tryout. Because he has done some games. He's yeah. very good at it. And I would have thought that could have been something right up his alley. Well, what happened was Apple TV. They looked, and they go, "Hmm, Sweeney's actually
2: done stuff in baseball. <laughs> we don't want him. We are not interested." Maybe last year.
1: <laughs> I meant this year they oh, could hire. This hired year they could yes. hire him, yes, because now this year they've decided let's do uh, things with people although, who do baseball. At the time he decided to walk away from his job here, they were probably already laid out with all their scheduling. Okay, because it's probably too late in the game. Correct, I would think.
2: Uh, SiriusXM, Jerry, has announced uh, that Tom Brady and Jim Gray will continue to bore us (laughs) by renewing a multi-year deal for the Let's Go podcast. You know who I felt bad for? They go, the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray, Tom Brady, and Larry Fitzgerald. I don't even know that that guy's on the
1: show. I didn't either. All the clips are about Tom Brady. Brady. I didn't know Fitzgerald was part of that. Now, I had played some Fitzgerald clips earlier in the year, but I thought he was a guest on the show. No, he's part of the show. What do you think they pay him for that? Larry Fitzgerald, no Tom, Tom all Brady. of them, like
2: for that for that program, a stupid amount of money that doesn't make any sense for what they're getting yeah. in return. How about that? That's what I think. Whatever that, whatever amount that equals to. I guess
1: if you're Tom Brady, people come calling. But what now? Like we, at least they I used don't to know. Ask him about the games. I don't know. What are you talking to him this year about? I don't know. I did see Pro Football Talk was posting yesterday, and I happen to agree with them. Brady to the Niners. <sighs> I'm not saying it's happening. Yeah. What they're saying is it makes way too much sense to not at least think about it.
2: Yeah, that would be a really weird. Like at that point, I'm no longer believing. I'm not. I'm not even paying attention to Tom Brady anymore.
1: Well, you wouldn't until they're seven and zero going into November after a bye week. <laughs>
2: I guess they are
1: good. I mean, they're a good I mean, team. Yeah,
2: I know. Just uh, I, then, I don't ever want. Then, don't even tell us the next time you retire. Oh, just stop playing. Them. And I'm not saying he's doing it, but I, I'm with them. There's always the chance. Well, the the Buccaneers will be an interesting team because of that. So I see that Jeff Darlington of ESPN says the Bucs plan
1: to start Kyle Trask week one. Why? (laughs) I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's had a couple. I believe he's had a couple of NFL starts. When I hear the,
2: the name Kyle Trask, I think Amy Trask. Amy Trask. She'd be great to start.
1: Let's start Amy Trask. (laughs) She might be better. (laughs) (laughs) Amy Trask working out of the shotgun. Oh, my God. Let's see. Kyle Trask. So if I just take a look real quick, he can't be more than 25 years old. What happened to Blaine Gabbard? Wasn't he the backup there for Tom
2: Brady? (laughs) I don't know.
1: I have no idea. (laughs) Didn't he take Colin Kaepernick's job? Kyle Trask is 24. Oh, Oh, he he turns 25 next week, actually. Uh, Where did he come from? University of Florida. Oh, a Gator. Uh, a Gator. The Gators. Yep, 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 Let's see here. So that's his college professional career, Tampa Bay 2022. He played in one game, went three for nine. And threw <laughs> for good. 23 yards. That's pretty solid. Jerry. So I you said he played in a that. couple of games. He's played in one. One. Yeah. So good luck. That's good cool. luck. Jerry, the Buccaneers will not be on my fraudulent five list a lot this year. I will tell you, though, you know, not for nothing, he did play at Florida. In 2019, they went 9-1, he threw for 3,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and then in 2020, 43 touchdowns, 8 yeah, picks.
2: The problem with, and I know nothing about college football, Jerry, but what I do know is that the Gators always have a good quarterback, and they never convert to the NFL. In a lot ever. of cases,
1: that is very true. You're right. right. I'm just telling you, at least if you're a Bucs fan, before you want to throw something out the window... Maybe they've seen something in him. He worked under Brady last year. Kind of like what we're talking about with Zach Wilson. Yeah. If the Jets actually ended up with Aaron Rodgers on a two-year deal, you've got Zach Wilson sitting there working with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Todd Bowles <laughs> can make the case. Todd Bowles. That Kyle Trask just spent the year with Tom Brady, and he'll be better for it. I don't know. It's a t- I, To me, it's as tough a sell as Sam Howell in Washington. Yeah. Like, if you're a Commander fan, are you renewing your season tickets nope. because they got Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator? No. I'm not either. No, I'm not. That's a, it's tough. I'll but take this year off, Jerry. Yeah. Although I if I was you. a Commanders fan for any of the past couple of years, I'd be like, I ain't. They won the division 2 years ago. 2 <laughs> years ago I'd have been all in. Now they weren't a great team, but they did win the division. I think 8 and 8, I think that. was, was that... the year they played and uh, that the year they played Brady and the Bucks and lost to them? Yes. Right, who's that, that quarterback? That was, again, I had? think Heineke oh, yeah, played I in like that Heineke. game and kind of battled. They guy. didn't win, but I don't know. Why is know. he out? Because he didn't play well. Uh, won a couple games and then whoop. Well, I think he was named the starter and didn't well, play well after Carson Wentz basically vomited all over himself. Yeah, that's and a weird lost the one. Job. I mean, Carson Wentz was on pace the year they won the Super Bowl in Philadelphia to be yeah. the MVP of the league. I mean, right. think about that. I'd like to see a documentary on Carson Wentz. It's called "What the Hell's Going On." <laughs> the
2: Carson Wentz story. What the hell?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's called funny. Carson. What the hell are you doing? It's funny you said that. the what the hell? I was actually looking up Avril Lavigne tour dates today. <laughs> 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 I was. I actually like her. I think she's pretty good. "Skater Boy's a great song. Yes, he was a skater boy. Yes, he, was. he said,
2: "See <laughs> you later, boy."
1: Um. So let's see. Just looking at Taylor Heineke. Yeah. So his last couple of starts. <laughs> all right. He started against the Giants, they lost. Started against the Niners, he lost. 13 of 18, 166, two touchdowns and an interception. I don't know. Probably the offensive line's fault. That's what I would say if I were him. <laughs> Listen, I got no guys protecting me seems up Seems to work here. in most places. Yeah. Except Cincinnati, who Joe Burrow still seems to flourish. Right, even though he's getting his ass kicked every week. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, 553. Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll give you Boomer. We'll give you Geo. And we'll give you the Boomer and Geo show. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, her name is Amy Lawrence, and his name is Jokic. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back a couple minutes till we get you to the top of the hour. Boomer and Geo standing by. What else you got? Jerry, your wide receiver there in Dallas, CeeDee Lamb. We got a huge, monster tattoo Tattoo on his back. The whole thing is tattoo. Yeah, I know. I saw it. And you uh, see Kobe's face on, by his right shoulder blade, I believe. You got Kobe's face. You got a giant
2: jaguar head, which I don't understand that one. It's kind of cool. Then you got a giant sign for uh, Interstate 45, which I guess uh, I was reading, cuts through Dallas or okay. Texas. It's kind of neat. Then he's got uh, a, a a crown, a crucifix, a crown, and the words, my story isn't over. It's not. He's in the middle of his career. I saw a picture. There were legitimately like six tattoo artists working on him at the same time. They had to, And it came out awesome. Yeah, I get well, not it. Not that I would... How long do you think that
1: had to have taken? Five, six, seven hours, right? Yeah, I think that was one of those multiple, you, you have to keep, like, that's a project. Because when Bob got his done here, that was almost the entire length of the show. That yeah. was the, the Bengal Tiger, right? Mm-hmm. So that, if you're telling me multiple tattoo multiple. artists and the complexity of that tattoo, that's got to be an all-day thing. What do you do if you don't like it? Your CD name? Return like, it. This
2: is not I what don't know. I signed
1: up for. Well, but I think you go to someone, you probably show them all the images Yeah, and they get it pretty close. Well, they got to write
2: it out. for They draw it out first. That's going to be then. another one when you do your first tattoo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what if you screw it As up? As the artist? Yes. yes. First.
0: WFAN. FM <laughs> HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.